0: Welcome to the EBC podcast, More Than Fitness, episode one. Um, We're going to be talking about establishing the brand, starting the journey. We've got Jim and Glyn here today, um, and we're going to keep it really loose and cool. We're going to let the conversation flow. I've got a a few questions to go through with the boys, but otherwise, it's very much a chat, is to understand them, their journey, and what it's taken to build an outdoor brand in the fitness industry. So, welcome over, boys. How are you all doing? How are we getting on, mate? We all good. Yeah, Happy days. Don't oh, look at me like that, Gilway, look at me like that. I'm waiting for the interrogation to start. Wait waiting for the interrogation. <laughs> so we to jump straight into it, and it is going to be, how did we get there? How did we go from four members in a car, I know we're going to talk about it, and we'll talk about it. They weren't four weren't four members before. in a car. <laughs> <well, laughs> hang on a minute. The rest, a car sleep man. in your car. Sleeping Wait, sleep in your car with four I members. I didn't have
1: four members in the car. <laughs> That's not how <laughs> I started. We did like, just like, you know. Huddle in,
0: keep it nice and warm. Yeah. Right, how you started out. Um, to now performing on a stage with Ant Middleton, thousands of people. Um, yeah, I want to hear your journey, express it. I know some of the members, I love hearing about it. I get to experience it almost every day with you guys, so let's have a chat. Let's go, talk me through it, day one. It depends where you want to start, though, doesn't it, really? How did it become it, in a, even an idea for you boys?
2: I think what the first thing to, to note as well, right, is that the fitness industry is a completely different space back then. There was no one, quite literally no one doing outdoor fitness at all. So it was a bit of a novelty to come outside and, you know, people would play football and whatever and play sport outside, but no one was doing, you know, fizz outside and and, and doing exercise outside. So it was completely sort of different, different game. Whereas it's, you know, fast forward to now, it's a quite an established thing to be doing. There are races off the back of it and all the rest of it. So you you go back to the start, it was a completely different, um, there, there was no outdoor fitness scene. And there was no no CR thing. So at first off it was quite a hard sell, wasn't it really?
1: Oh it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like trying to reinvent the wheel in fitness. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like so I mean so the answer to answer the question how it all started was so when I left the Marines and I've known Jim since school, so he was like, you know, we I was of, in fitness, wasn't I? Yeah, it's you like, were working out of gyms and stuff, weren't you? Yeah. And I, I I left uh the Marines to do close protection and then going out for a few with, on a few beers with Jim and he was it like
2: was, it was Ryan's Ryan's funeral was
1: a, yeah, wasn't it yeah yeah a friend of ours a funeral funny enough how the, the irony of that and then um, mm. it was just it was kind of like a, I, I ended up qualifying qualified as a PT and then it, I just didn't want to work for a gym I was like no chance do you know what I mean there's like no way I was like going to work for a gym um, and it just kind of went from there really so it was it was like how, how do we get people outdoors in the fitness industry? You know, keep them moving, uh, mindset, all that kind of stuff. It was it was it was hard graph we'll to start with, that, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, it, it was there was no outdoor fitness industry. So, the fact that these these guys started doing sessions outdoors, you know, you Glenn's number was on all the all the um, leaflets and you know, the one that looks like a Chinese menu. We haven't got with us for a minute, but it was on all the sort of um, advertisement and everything. So he used to take like a lot of the calls and a lot of the Mm. bits and pieces um and it was you know people wanted to know you know what what, what's the deal we 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 kind of basically posted it as like a you know sort of you know based on raw marine training first of all so people were quite reluctant to come down you know and train because i thought it was going to be ridiculously hardcore um which to be fair your sessions probably
1: were for the first time yeah, no, no, no one wanted to turn up to them because it was literally the advert says, you know, outdoor right. training, formal Royal Marine people like that sod that and doing that. That sounds like too much I but work. The one,
2: the one that used to get a lot as well was what happens, uh, what, what do you do when it rains? It's like we, we crack on. Yeah. And, that, and people could get their head around that. Yeah. So it, there was a real stigma attached to it being, out, uh, being outside um, and that was, I guess, kind of the first hurdle. But the early days, we were just called boot camp because there were no other boot camps. So, you know, when we first started up, we first started up in, in Chigwell, Braintree and Chelmsford. Um, and then we, we, we kind of built out, built out from there. But there were other boot camps. And to, to be fair, at the start, it was more, I'd say it was more your kind of idea and you were the driving force behind it. Uh, very early on, for the first 18 months, two years, I, being honest, being completely honest, I'd, I'd say I kind of wasn't fully in and didn't really see the, see the op- opportunity that was facing us in the wood for trees, to be
1: honest. Yeah, but if we, because we weren't, we weren't, the, the idea behind it wasn't to chat, it wasn't about physical. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. the mindset thing, and I know this is like a massive subject that everyone talks about now, but um, back then it wasn't, it wasn't like massively open spoke about, like, you know, you go on social media and it's, it's mindset this and state of mind and da-da, all that kind of stuff. But the Marines, you know, always had that slogan from years ago, and that's what we wanted to do, was change people's mindset and perception about working really hard. And that was what I wanted to do. So it's like get people outside in the fresh air and I'm just going to basically push them beyond their limits because I learned in the Marines that you can do that. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and, and from my personal perspective, when I took a load of young lads years ago that wanted to join the Marines and I trained them up and I gave them a bit of my time, you know, these sports, Little sixteen-year-old lads that, oh, I want to join the Marines, and I spent a bit of time with them, meeting up on weekends, taking them for runs and doing bleep tests and all that kind of stuff. And then, roll on years later, when I just come back from Iraq, this lad walked into my room, knocked on my door, and he went, "Hi, do you remember me?" And I went, "No." And he said, "I was one of those lads that you took through that selection process." And that was quite an eye opener because I thought if I can get these spotted those little weasels to like turn up, and <laughs> could run for a, couldn't run for a bus. So then, suddenly, yeah. at the other end of it, he's walked in my my room at Forty Commando with a green lid on his head. I'm like, "Fucking hell, that's like that's unreal!" Like, it's a different type of satisfaction. It is, because it, yeah, because it, it was like, um, for me personally, it was quite. An, it felt like a sense of achievement. Yeah. And then I left the military, and still that wasn't what I was going to pursue doing. But that was always in the back of my mind. Do you know what I mean? So then, when we when we started it up, and then because you you were literally trying to reinvent this wheel within the fitness industry, it was really hard to do.
2: It, it was not. It was no one was doing it at the time, so there was, there was no one else out there. No. He very much was, you know. Let's. It, it needs to be authentic to to what it is. So it was derived from from, um, you know, Glynn's background and the Marines, and I was, I guess, really more of a sciencey sort of hold on it and trying to make it a little bit more kind of digestible to, to for consumption in, in the market. Yeah. To so trying to soften it up. But back at the start, get to that bit in a minute, I guess. I didn't really I don't think I really understood it to be honest so he was talking about there, there's one thing I was like the jogging on the spot thing used to do me so we've got this one, one, one in all in mentality that again comes from Glenn's background and I never really understood that I was a little bit like you know I'm trying to do like really clinical stuff outside which didn't really work yeah. being honest yeah. And he's trying to
1: take it. And you
2: were right. It's not a fashion. Yeah. You, 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 he, was <laughs> taking like, it. he literally wanders one in the other, though. It was
1: like, it literally pulls apart. The way we were training people what, were completely pulls apart. What you were doing was right.
2: I think that it, it was it was truer to what we were in terms of an outdoor fitness brand back, back then. But I didn't really get that at the start because mm. I, I understood where it was coming from. And it wasn't until, I think it was 2010, we. Um, we took a group of group of guys down to down to Limston, so to the CTC, like the, the Commander Training Centre, um, which, number one, it was really hard to get on there. We've, we've revisited that in the last sort of few years and politely got told to, to go away. Um, the, the number they threw up to, to take a few people down there was astronomical, which, you know, fair enough, it's kind of a tra- training centre at the end of the day. But we got the chance to go down there, and I actually took part Reluctantly. In, in, yes. I was say, relay. no, 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 no. Reluctantly. i tell you, <laughs> relay, relay, I tell you it's probably one of the best things fitness or training-wise we've done. But what I got from that was I kind of understood the vehicle. So the military have been training people in that way for a very long time, and they're very good at it. You know, they get a group of people, you know, break it down a little bit, and then, and then kind of build them back up. And I started to see some of that process. And Limston is kind of like an elite version of that and some of the psycholo- psychological sort of undertones of what are going on down there i, I was like this is mind blowing so i really saw what, what he was talking about in the opportunity that one in all in mentality you know that that type of training and the way it was delivered was massive like we we were in an empty gymnasium there are empty gymnasiums up and down you know in schools up and down the country and i'm thinking to myself fuck like, the opportunity and what these guys are creating, and the way that they're the, the atmosphere they're creating in them gymnasium to train us—you know—it was stand in a particular way, command and response, all, you know, all that stuff. But I, I wasn't—you know—I'd never never trained like that, so it was real eye-opening for me. I really enjoyed it. I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to stitch everybody else up, and that was a, that. Again, that's a massive driver. I've never gone through anything like that before. And then some of the stuff that he was talking about—the jogging on the spot, you know, the one in all, in you working as a unit—that stuff that we've. You know, we we, we took it and kind of walked it down a little bit and made it part of our our standards um, that we use in sessions today. Um, But I very much, I don't think, being completely honest, didn't really understand that side of it until we went there Mm. and and went through that. It was awesome, wasn't it? It It
1: creates discipline. It creates self-discipline. I mean, if there's anything that we got from that, apart from the members that took part in it, we've still got members to this day that um, did that Mm. that weekend. But it was... I mean, it wasn't it wasn't much of an eye opener for me because obviously I've been through the whole process, but if, if if anything we got from it was Jim going down there because like he says, it 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 got him to understand what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. The, like the jogging yeah. on the spot, it's all that self-discipline and that, that one-in-all-in mentality. You've got to have that within session. That's what makes it a proper boot camp. So that's, I mean? that's our USP at the end of the day and it's what yeah. leads through the brand, isn't yeah. it? With all due respect, anybody can stand in the middle of a field, put, put some key out there and go out to boot camp, but it isn't. It's absolutely. a circuit class. Yeah. I am absolutely guarantee you, nine out of ten of them will go and watch their circuit class. Yeah. It's the way it's delivered. And most of the time, you can only deliver to that level if you've either, you've been through something similar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rugby's another example, like rugby players, they're like, they're drilled yeah. to that kind of discipline. And it's a very, or oh, a high level sportsman is an example. Yeah. It's the same principle, and that's exactly what it was. I
2: think mean, it's just For taking sure. it's just that, that message of mindset though. You know, that, that was, you're talking like, you know, 2010. You know, mindset's become a very popular thing over the last sort of four or five years, you know. You know, very popular, isn't it, within the coaching world as well? And, you know, it's, it's something that we were talking about back then, you know, yeah. and, and it was a running theme. And you know, one of the things that stands out for me is and that stood out even back, back then it's like you're getting a group of people together and you've got these common denominators that they're putting into the training by design that are pulling out this this one in all in mentality, this, this, this mindset, this can do mindset that just literally filters through. And it was like, using the training as a vehicle to deliver that message. So the training really was like, like I said, it's just almost secondary. It's, yeah, absolutely. And then you get in, what, what you see then, you fast forward to some of the people that we've dealt with now, it's like they, they're understanding the, the, the session being tough, you know, and quite, quite vigorously demanding physically and mentally demanding. Over time, rinse and repeat that one week, two it, we're seeing people do things that, they don't, yeah, they're not they're able possible. to or they didn't think yeah. they were able to do for sure from, from this mindset win yeah, building and, a resilience isn't it no, that's right. it so, that mental fortitude and that that was that was the real win it wasn't so much the training it was, it was the message it was delivering it was what it's
0: giving people Absolutely, and I think that's one of the most powerful things yes. as an instructor is that we, we can create the environment we want and we know that the vehicle that we're going to use is the fitness but it's what you've been able to access and give access to people and that's one of the most powerful things I think as instructors we've got and watching some of my guys go through optical races, complete marathons, and some of them couldn't even run 100 meters when they started. Um, that for me is what I got in the game for. That's why it's I like quite it. a humbling thing, though, because yeah. you, when you look on social media, Good. you
1: see these pictures and the posters <laughs> going up of people wearing their red tops and stuff, EBC tops, and they've completed like all these different events all around the country and stuff, and think, bloody hell, that was just an idea we had a few years ago. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Now you've changed people's mindsets, and it's not until you. Meet people socially, like Christmas parties or dinners or whatever it might be, and people come up to you and go, Oh, you know, thanks very much, you know, Essex Camps changed my life and it's done this and that. And that's, that's been going on, comments like that, for the last 15, 17 years. I mean, and that's, that's the, what's really enjoyable about yeah, it. Yeah. Do I'm you know sure. what I mean? Because Absolutely. at the end of the day, this, the, the business wasn't started out, you know, to, it was like, Well, how can we make money out of people in, in the fitness industry? It genuinely wasn't. I didn't sleep in a car and, and I had three jobs thinking to myself I was going to make, become a millionaire out of running this boot camp, it was because I just thought, how can I change people's mindsets to do with fitness? Because fitness is, I still think, so underrated by people that like need to really change the way they look at things. Do you know what I mean? And fitness is a massive outlet for that. 100%.
0: There's so many transferable skills yeah.
1: in, in fitness, in
0: high-level sport, in local sport. So many different skill sets that you can gain from doing sessions being in that community and i okay. That's why I absolutely love it.
2: I think our our focus was always very much the fitness It was fitness and wellbeing. And then all the other stuff rolled off the back of that. Yeah. That was always our message. And interestingly, just sitting here thinking about it, you saying that, that, you know, someone that you put through selection, you know, and and obviously you've got the Mm. outcome at the end. That really is all we are. You know, we're trying to change the way people think about themselves and hopefully for a positive outcome. And that's, that's, that's fundamentally what we're all in it for, and what we're
0: trying to achieve. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: But it was hard to get people to understand. Yeah. That. So that, my
0: next <laughs> question was like, I, I get like getting people to understand that was probably one of the hardest things. So, and then obviously Lymington was a pivotal moment for you. That was you. awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, when when penny, you started penny, out, penny hey, what was what was the goal? What
1: was the the outcome you wanted to have at the end of it? I, I, to be honest, I don't think that like, you get asked this quite a lot. But for me, this is only me. There was no particular goal. I just was just running with it, because I, just, I enjoyed it, yeah. like, like, it wasn't, you know, to me, it wasn't like, a business as such, when we started, because I just enjoyed, training people outside, and then when, the more you saw them develop, as a person, not just physically, as a person, mentally, that was, I just enjoyed doing it, yeah. like as simple as that, it wasn't when, it, until probably years down the line, when you thought, right like, cross, we've actually got a business here, we've actually got hundreds of members, that rely on us, and we start employing people, you're thinking, Oh, now, now I've got to sit behind a desk and actually do emails. Yeah. And then it becomes a proper business. But funny enough, you, know, you roll it back to 70 years of... Because you know, you know, we mentioned sleeping in the car. Probably people were thinking, what was he talking about? Well, basically, we had four members. I was, had three jobs. Jim was working in a gym. I used to get up at four o'clock in the morning, drive to Chelmsford, sleep in a car, take the first session in the morning. No one would turn up or one person would turn up. Stay in the car because I couldn't afford any fuel to drive anywhere. Do the evening session or do my day job which is abseiling do the evening session and drive home again so that's where the sleeping in the car we comes had, from we had,
2: we, had two, we had a two yeah. week rotor as well so back then me and Glyn were doing everything Yeah. and then one week I think one week it was like 19 sessions the low week was, I think the low week was 19 sessions and the up week was sort of in the 20s some, somewhere and we used to sort of rotate on and off and we literally did everything and as Glyn's saying like, you ought to think back then th- there was no one doing this Right, so the workouts that we put together, nine times out of ten, we'd go and try those workouts ourselves, and be like, "Well, that works," "That doesn't work," well, "That" happened quite a few times. And then, like some of the, like the, the workouts that you'll probably see up and down, sort of the county in our sessions, some of those were, were our workouts that you know we put together from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like some of the strop run stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like and the, in the way that was kind of like bounded around, like there was no one's copy back then. You know, it was it was um, we were really cutting our tape. And, and the other thing that
1: was difficult as well because we, as you know, we put all abilities in one group. Yeah. Mm. And that's and, and that in the military when you get given a group of blokes and you say they can do fizz, that's easy. Right, lads. There's a land rover. Push it up the hill. Yeah, Roger. Up it goes.
0: Yeah.
1: It's that simple. But then you get a bunch of a mixed group of people from sixteen to seven year olds how are you going to yeah. make more, that's, that's difficult. That's the, that's the, the skill set of it all, because skill. we didn't want to differentiate the abilities because it was like undermining people and all that kind of stuff. You can work, work and work together and that was difficult. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then you see, what was really hard all them years ago was someone would turn up to session oh, or ring you up and go, so what does it involve? Oh, you're going to drag tyres or flip tyres and all this furry, you know, stuff that everyone understands now and is all over social media. Back yeah. then, no one knew any of that. What do you mean I'm going to flip a tyre? Well, yeah, it's, it's functional. Fun, what's, what's functional? You're, and then you're, trying, and to you're trying to explain it to them. That. And they're just yeah. like, no, that sounds like hard work. It's like, oh, it's meant to be hard work. You know? But you know, I'll ch- your mindset will change. And if I give you a time, drag it around the field, and you can't get around, and i bark at you, and you run around that field. Because if you don't do it quick enough, I'm going to make everyone do it again. And you will get around that field. That's such a huge driver. That changes your mindset. Or I can do something if I really put Absolutely. my mind to it. But you try selling that to someone seventeen years ago. Yeah,
2: when it was they just never. They were like, no chance. Jobs,
1: They're not just not no any, social. proofing. No. What? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> we, we were. We as well. Sort of like it's saying, it was hard sell, and there was there was no one like us. So we we would literally just call boot camp. So and I think we spent about. I'm just trying to work out the dates. So like from when we started, I think we spent probably about four or five years. Yeah, easy. You know, making it what it is. So refining the message, refining the sessions, and finding our feet with what we we're doing. Because you know. I remember sweating about sort of you know, 13, 14 people turning up. You know, now I'm going to deal with fourteen people, and then what? what strategies
1: in the session you're going to employ to like to so make it work? It, yeah, Because
2: so, yeah. Yeah. no one, it wasn't a thing.
1: Yeah, and, we a did, thing. and and it was always a case of make sure the sessions are different. Again, you go back to what they are now. though people put a circuit class in a gym as a camp. No, it's the I, I same got, routine. Got, it's got, a circuit class. Got a funny story. About and that. We, we were with we, every session, and still to this day, as you boys know, we do pretty much did something different. Yeah. If, and, I, and 17 years later, I swear to God, one of these days, my grey matter is going to go, ah, I'm out of ideas, mate. So, you're always, the, it's the, always the, doing something different. Would,
2: would you say the structure st- stayed the same from 17 years ago to now? Of how a session's run? Yeah. Nothing's changed within that?
1: No. I, t- I think that, if you think, that No, because it's, it's the principles, isn't it? It's the, the, the principle, the jogging on the spot. The t- if, if, if we say to someone, it's 30 seconds to run around that tree, guess what? It's 30 seconds mm. to run around that tree. If it's not 30 seconds, you lose You lose. Um, you lose that discipline. Yeah. Because I, can't, I absolutely guarantee you they're going to try and milk it. Because, if I, you know, I don't want to keep half on about it, but, you know, when I, when people say to me, it looks like you've got eyes in the back of your head. It's no, it's not that. It's just the fact that you not think that I went through military training without trying to get away with a little bit of rest. I know when I walk away because I've got you in a press-up position, someone over there is gonna try and get rest. It's human nature. Do you know what I mean? I know that because I've done it. You you call it
0: that, I call it, I keep my black book of excuses. I've got them ready. I've got my black with the excuses. I know why you're going to drop your knees. It's, I know we, when it's going to get hard. It's understandable. I know it's going to get Their arms are shaking like
1: shitting dogs. We've done it. They're going to, they're going to put the knees down and, you know, because it's only so long, it doesn't matter how mentally determined you are, it's only so long your arms are going to hold you in a press-up position. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? That's but the a, thing is, as soon as they drop, you're on them and they're like back up again. Back up again. They're yeah. back up again because you're tapping that, not this. Absolutely. That's the difference.
2: That's, that's an interesting point that Will's raised there as well because at the end of the day, as Glenn's saying the, the principles are all there you know i think the first four or five years we were we were finding out what, what actually we are what we're all about there's always that message and that you know that, that mindset message and delivered through through the fitness but i think we were figuring out what it was we were as a you know, as a company and then if we've done our job well which hopefully we have because we're still around sort of 15 16 years 16, 17, 17 years, so, years yeah the session up in colchester should have the same running themes in it as a session down in Southend. It's down to the, you know, the trainers obviously need to be at a level with us before they start working, but those things should be in the sessions to make it one of our sessions, it should be standardized. And that's what we worked hard on at the start. Mm. And I think if, we, if we'd done anything well, it, it, it was that. It was trying to standardize what we were as a business and the message that we were trying to deliver. And that hasn't changed.
1: No, and you've got to believe in that message you're trying to deliver. Yeah. Because you, if you, you know, we've, we've seen instructors come and go over the years. And you yeah. know, how many instructors have, we, have we, we sort of interviewed as such in front of a group of people? And they're just like, they've got all the letters after their name. They're qualified up to the eyeballs. But you can't put them in front of a group of people. It's embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Because they've either got a massive chip on their shoulder and they're barking and shouting and screaming at them. Or, you know, they, they just bottle it within 10 seconds. It's it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. So you know,
0: I think it, one of the most important things you ever said to me before I come instructor was, it's easy to dish out a lashing. Yeah. Anybody it, can do that. Do you, how do oh, you do get, 100 burpees. How got, do you get someone brilliant. who hasn't trained in 50 years... There's design. ...someone who's yeah. 16 yeah. and they get the exact same workout and they get the same push yeah. and they leave with the same endorphins flying through their body. That that genuinely is the true skill it's just what it's, we do. It's got to be designed, isn't it? It's yeah. got to be designed
2: to it and you've got to be... I think mean, you've got to be able to scale the workout. Glynn's again, made an interesting point there about, you know, we, we deal with everybody as one, one group. And the skill of the instructor is to make the workout as, as tough and as challenging for the person that's just starting out versus the person that's been training with mm-hmm. you for 10 years yeah. and everybody in between. Mm-hmm. That's the skill. Yeah. And it isn't easy No, to do it well. And I yeah. think one of, the,
0: one of the, the best things we do for recruitment, mainly you, two, so you guys created it, is that the instructor has to do... The sessions before they even
1: go through into oh, the look, process you can find me, but that, amazing that, I mean, but things that that come from jim doing limestone yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. yeah i mean I that, that, so that, cool that was then. so like that, that's where that come from it's like well i remember so I, <laughs> I remember the conversation i remember coming up with the idea of doing Limston and i went to Limston and i saw a lot of uh, old mates uh, shout out to state we saw him down there years ago and yeah, it was um it's dixie that got us on there wasn't it no, 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 you didn't. No, he didn't no, no. I, I went down there for core boxing championships. Oh, that was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I basically got chat to a few people and they were like, oh yeah, go and speak to Science so Anyway, so I spoke to someone in the HQ and they were like, oh yeah, come down. What do you want to do? So they were like, write whatever programme you want. I'd write the programme together and send it off. And they were like, yeah, good to go. And then I remember saying, Jim, you've got to do this. And he's like, what, what have I got to do it for? And I went, because if we're going to do this together, you've got to understand a small snippet of what I'm tra- the point I'm yeah. trying to get. Yeah, Like... I know you're a fit guy like we're back then it was a long time ago but like yeah. you've hair got to hair is it? no hair has not ridiculous. changed at all but you've got to, you've got to understand what the point I'm trying to get at and the okay. only way you can understand that is being on the shitty end of the stick I'll let you have that Wes <laughs> just a little bit but I, I completely agree and that's, that's I think true you've got to be on the shitty end of the stick is, to understand is, it. And also, it, also, so it and
2: also I really enjoyed it I I honestly really enjoyed Face it. Like show it, 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 was, it. It was, it was tough I've seen some. I did <laughs> test. <late circuit. laughs> I, I outrun, um, outrun one of the members. PTIs <laughs> Yeah, and the, I caught PCI on the camp he got, circuit. He got tanked for it. He wasn't. He wouldn't talk to <laughs> This bloke. <laughs> so, so when you get punished, we I can't remember what we'd done wrong, but we we're probably not quick enough doing something. We, we had to run the camp circuit. And it was about it's about four hundred meters. No, yeah.
1: camp circuit's not eight hundred. I believe. Is it? I believe it's so. Eight hundred meters. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, anyway, no, I was I was quite quite an after decent runner ar- back then. I caught the PCI. And he was quite a nice lad, but he wouldn't talk to me after that. And I'm like, I think I've upset the PTI I have to sort of go and buy him a beer later tonight, or whatever. And he was fuming. I couldn't understand why he was fuming. But go on, obviously, there's a there's a rule, isn't there? Yeah, you know? I mean,
1: I, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to speak out of turn here because some of the PTRs that listen to him probably are like, I know that was wrong, um, but basically, <laughs> that they do everything they can to see each other off. Everything they can. Do you know what I mean? Like to yep. just catch each other out. Yep. Uniform. Like anything, like they like I won't say the word because I've already picked up on that. They, you yeah. know, the little white square Just things. I won't say it. The mice, <laughs> the mice, the mice. Yeah. Anyway, so they play all sorts of games on each other. And, and for a civilian to catch a PTR around the camp circuit, yeah, he wasn't happy. That's wasn't yeah, happy. there's a massive, there's a, if you've not been to Limps, there's a massive water tank outside where you've got to do like regains and rope work and stuff. And I can't believe he got tanked into that, didn't he? He
2: was all right. He, he spoke to me later on in the night and he, he sort of talked me through it and I understood. So we had, a, we had a beer over it and he was all right. But, but yeah. it,
1: was, it, was a, it was an interest. It was interesting. The fact that the PTIs pulled me to the side after and uh, am very impressed because we had 15 boys, 15 girls. And they were so impressed with the mindset of these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. That really shouldn't be doing what they did. You know, we did everything. Endurance course, gym circuits, IMF, sat ranges. You know, we did the whole works. Took him down. Even got back from the endurance course, and I went. Who wants to, to try and complete the two hundred meter farmer carry test? You know, and no one even passed. Even after all of that, no one passed the fireman's carry test that we have to pass without kit, without carrying weight It was awesome. Carry, it, it was, it was,
2: was awesome. Mm. awesome. One of the best things. Are, physically, one of the best things I've done. It's really good. Okay, yeah. It's a really massive good. shout out to but, but,
0: but, uh, the but, but, people but, that went to Limston and are still training with us but, now. But, oh yeah, yeah. Massive yeah, shout yeah, out. It, was, it was only a weekend. It was yeah yeah. Oh it finches <laughs> a
1: great now yeah it was it was only four it was four days, Glenn, it was four Glenn, days. Glenn actually
2: pitched it as a spa weekend by <laughs> right. get, yeah. Your, yeah. get yeah. It yeah it definitely
1: wasn't well they did go in some muddy water so you know yeah. oh, good oh, for
2: yeah. so that skin yeah it was awesome it was yeah awesome. it was
1: good so that's
0: basically like the early that was your massive pivot for you boys there the penny the penny, see it the the penny dropped for me after there. that and
1: sorry to jump in there but it's interesting like interesting that think... after that Limston the amount of people that went to, used to go to his sessions, like he's changed. His whole, the way he delivered sessions like that. There's a different. There's, diff, there's a
2: different. Per, there's a purpose behind it. Yeah. So yeah. you understand why you're doing stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the power of it. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, from that point, if you think you look at it and think, well, if we if we take some of that, maybe sort of die, you know, cut it down a little bit, make it a little bit less aggressive, which cleans trouble We're good. To be fair. <laughs> so, so <laughs> so <laughs> the thing is,
1: when you when you're training someone and uh, like now, and, and it's difficult as an instructor because you see instructors come along and they and they really you want to push someone, but sometimes I think they feel like they oh I can't I can't I can't keep picking on that one person keeps putting their knees down because it's like I'm bullying them. That isn't that. But if you go to Limpstone, it's not bullying. It isn't bullying. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> character <laughs> building. Yes, it's not. It's, it's not, another not, word in it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not bullying because the point is, you, 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 as an instructor, you understand that you can get the best out of someone. Yeah, and you have that. You have that kind of yeah. like courage to be able to keep going, to, even to the same person. Get your knees on the floor. Get. Your, but you are stop picking on me. I'm not picking on you. you get, get your knees off the floor. i are changing that. Yeah. That's
2: but why I'm still on you. You, you said as well, there's, there's design to it. Yeah, so It's not, It's not just for, for nothing. It's, no. There, there's purpose behind it. There is you. Methods the of madness. Yeah,
0: and you, as an instructor, you've got to be confident enough to
2: know that. Yeah. You know that that person's and, Yeah, and a lot of that confidence it's does come from being on well. that other end of it. Other yeah. end of yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. And look at it as well. The military have been, we've covered it already, but the military have been training groups of blokes and getting an outcome for... Hundreds of years, so it's you know, they're they're very obviously very good at it, Mm. and it's it's just never
1: changed either. No, well, I think I think that I think science has crept in a bit softer now, though. I think
2: science has crept in, and you know, like I think
0: trying to increase the backlash on that one, but
1: yeah, I mean, that early back in my day was early (laughs) that was a long (laughs) day,
0: it was a long
2: time (laughs) ago, wasn't it? Early days, that's that's pretty much (laughs) what it was, and it wasn't until you know, we started to have we had a bit of (laughs) product almost then we then decided to think right well let's let's try and grow it out and, mm. and you know we ended up sticking a you know successful franchise
0: model out and and building it out from there well i mean in, in its peak 500 sessions 28 locations yeah 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 it's probably just 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 under 450 now isn't it I think so or take something like yeah that. yeah post-covid Which yeah. i think is astronomical growth in such a short space we did it time. we yeah. did it quick as well so we you know we got out there quick um so i know yeah. you i know you i mean i'm not sure if you do this as much but I know he doesn't do this there's a little bit of reflection so let's take it back a little bit like everything you know now if you could go back what would you look to change with the business with the growth with I don't know where you train is there anything you'd want to amend to change I don't think
2: so I mean I personally think no, nothing's perfect ever but I think we did a pretty good job of getting our, get, getting our message out there quite quickly and expanding quite quickly um, you know and at the time when you kind of you're in it, it it evolves doesn't it you can't fast forward too much you can't step ahead too much you kind of need to roll the punches a little bit and, uh, and, and adapt as it as it goes along so I think we evolved it quite quickly and we saw an opportunity and took it um, I don't know it's t- it's a good there is
1: only one thing that I would change slightly and I probably would have been a little bit strict on who we took on board employed instructor wise mm. That's because we did expand very quick. Yeah. Maybe a bit too quick, but it, we, it, we took opportunities. It, it was all it is. You know what I mean? We, like, we saw opportunities, we opened up sites, we took on instructors, um, and I think maybe, and this is probably on my shoulders, a little bit lax in some respect sometimes on some of the instructors. Like, you know, he's all right, we'll build him back up again, let's stick him in there, let's get the site going really should have probably held back a little bit and be like, no, 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 let's wait till that guy's up to a really good standard or get rid of him and find someone better. But it's it's so
2: so much of it's hindsight, isn't it? Of course it is. so easy in hindsight to look back. That's why that question's like... But to change anything else, no, because we
1: took, you know, I always say to people now, take opportunities. If an opportunity comes your way, you you know, you don't have to take it. But we took nearly every opportunity, didn't we? Yeah. Like schools, hence why you sit where you are now. With the school stuff, it wasn't even our bag. We were like, do you want to do this school job? shit, what do we gonna do with these kids? Like, you know, I mean, let's scale down, let's, let's just do what we do and scale it right down again. But actually, yeah. we got really, really good response from the kids' stuff, but it was stressful because it was just you and me trying to juggle everything at the so time. There were yeah. some, some
2: pivotal moments, I think, that we'd we done quite well. So we, if I remember it correctly, we ended up running sessions up in RF Benwellers. So the old Oh, the, of Red Bull, Red, right. the Red Bull, the Red Bull, But if, you, but if you, remember, you remember, so we got a really good gig with Red Bull. But before that, we actually went up in that direction to look at um, a wedding venue that wasn't too far away. Do you remember? It was, a, it was probably about five or ten miles down the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't remember that we've done so much stuff. <laughs> so actually. we went out to look at this wedding venue, and then secondary we yeah. went to look at this ex-military airbase, which was absolutely off the clock. So we ended up getting a job, a corporate job, with Red Bull. And basically, actually, it's one of the best jobs I think we ever did. Oh, it was, it was, it, yeah. Basically, they said to us, the ah, brief was, we've got 500 interns um uh we want you to do an afternoon of them we've got you know quite a healthy budget um and basically can you um can you sort of identify some sort of but you know good communicators people that've got the ability to sort of lead a it's team a promotion wasn't yeah. it it was awesome so yeah. we've gone up to this they've they've basically have hired this airbase which we ended up using quite a bit cuz it was just awesome um and Yeah, they'd, they'd put this all singing, all dancing weekend well, red, on Red Bull jet fighters doing a flight. Yes, so they had the, the display and all sorts. Yeah, cool. yeah. They, they must have spent a fortune up there, but basically, our job was go and do an afternoon. Yeah, and um, I never forget like one of the stances. So, we had to deliver about four stances, put a team of guys together, and go and deliver and it. Was, it was brilliant, but off the back of that job, um, we got introduced to a, um, a lady that, that, that owns it up there Sarah, and basically um, put some day camps on off the back of that and again at the time there were boot camps starting to pop up um doing kind of weight loss like retreats retreats. a lot of them started to start didn't they but we we weren't doing that our message was come and do a day camp we're not talking about weight loss we're talking about mindset you're going to come up here and you're going to get physically challenged and mentally challenged and you're going to find out a little bit about yourself that basically was the message and some of the days that we did up there were absolutely off the clock but The Red the Red Bull days, remember this, the sort of up, the, the stance that me and him run, I'll never forget, it was brilliant. So we're doing log runs, so we had like 40, 50 people, maybe a bit more, because the numbers were quite big um, to make it work. But basically, he did this really, really aggressive brief on this log run. He's like, you're going to have to up. says I do aggressive It session. was brilliant. I basically just walk a broom. control I basically just walk around. Just walk around. Just walk around. My it? job is
1: to have a big broom. broom and just sweep up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all the corners. That, I like that to get into do you people and this brilliant. worked and this worked so
2: yeah classic so like he's done this really aggressive group for like, this group of 50-60 people you're going to pick the log up they're in, they're in small teams like 8 or 10 or whatever so we've got these big big logs you're going to take it here you're going to take it there we're going to do 4k with it Da-da-da-da-da. it's really really like aggressive and you can see people just dropping out I've not even gone anywhere you can see people just dropping out not interested not interested and you might get one or two people Right, guys, we're gonna get this done. It's like from a business point of view, or working in a team or group. Who do you want in your organisation? It's that one guy or those mm. two guys that are like yeah. that, that, are trying to gear everybody up, yeah. keep everybody together. Keep and that that essentially, it's so simple. But mm. it was done. He was really good. To be fair, he was really good at it. It was
1: creating an atmosphere as well. Because so when when we pulled up, there was this massive hangar and had all this red books. It was it was it, it was, was awesome. really cool, wasn't it, do it you was remember? Awesome. Yeah. So all of these people just stood, they'd all been camping overnight as well. And there's hundreds of people just gathering around talking. So I turned around, we had back this is back before we had big transits and stuff. We had like these little vans. Renault, do you remember we a, a you remember crammed everyone into the back of one of the little vans? Right?
2: Wait, wait, paint a picture. It was a Renault Kangoo. It was a Renault <laughs> Kangoo.
1: It was tiny, tiny, <laughs> so, like, so we drove up to the hangar. Imagine uh, this tiny little like um like postman pat van, right? Little white it's tiny thing. Pulls up to this huge hangar and hundreds of people just look at going like that. And it's just like little like like a like way little lift. nodding gun <laughs> driving up, backs up, literally reverses up to this huge hundreds of people, and I went three, two, one, go. And the back doors kicked open. There was about fifteen <laughs> blokes went <laughs> like, boom out the door, went right, started shouting They're like ah oh, shit, like, running around like, <laughs> like like lemmings, like bouncing into each other, and like didn't know what was going on. So it just instantly create this atmosphere. It's like again three rags. They're like what well, fuck three ranks? Like, <laughs> like lining up, I and mean, they half of them had ug boots on, didn't they? Do you remember yeah, yeah. Like, like so they got told yeah. to bring P, like PT kit, I was gonna say P E kit, not a school, PT kit, and half of them were in Ugg Boots and God knows where else. And the directors went, they've been told if they're in Ugg boots, they can still do it. We're like, well that's on you, no problem. So we made them run half a mile down the runway to get to the first stance was an obstacle course in other boots, I've got a f- photos of it somewhere. I'd swept it, by the way, with a broom. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the background. But they're like, it's you, see, they, you can see all these girls' faces <laughs> like, oh, like running down the airbase. And I, I remember saying to them, we've literally got like a two mile run before we even started the long run to get to the first start. So you see their faces like, oh my God. But, but you, straight away from getting out the van to tell us a two mile run down the runway. And it wasn't, it was like, I don't know, like 400 metres or something like that. But they didn't know that. No. So from jumping out the van, screaming, shouting at them, Already they're flustered, getting into three ranks, two mile under, and they're like, oh my God, what is going on here? And then straight at the end of it, did the whole day, and then had to give a massive debrief, didn't we, at the end, like in front of them all. And Freddie Flintoff was there giving a talk and all sorts of crazy stuff. But it was really cool, and then that's kind of like, once, that was our first really big corporate gig. That was years ago. But and we nailed it, and we were just like, we we're we're quite good at this, aren't we? Really. And then so, I mean, then it was yeah. just sort of we went from there, really.
2: And then we we started running day camps there. Yeah. So to, I think what what else kind of really established yeah, us was with these, with, two these of them. with these day camps mm-hmm. Up, mm-hmm. up at up at It was it was, mm-hmm. all, it was awesome. Absolutely awesome. I saw it was somewhere in a pond. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Floating around. Yeah, I did it as a member. Because yeah. yeah. I realize as well? Like from, yeah, we we did everything up there. So like. We'd be up there the day before. Nine times out of ten, we we had to actually build a little obstacle course up there as well in the in the tree. So it's probably still in there. We yeah, we went back there, didn't we? A couple of years ago. Huh? Bits and pieces were still there. We yeah, went back there, didn't we? But yeah, it, you know, we'd be there night before. You know, make sure everything's ready and that. And like, even to instruct it was quite. A, you might not think it, but it's quite, you know, quite a tough day to instruct. Yeah. You know, you're there, sort of like constantly on, on tent hooks to make sure everything's gone right. And ultimately, as well, you don't want anybody hurting themselves. No, like, totally. so, that, so that was like, but they were awesome. But that's they're the just
1: awesome so, they're so rewarding to deliver because right. it's the, how you see someone at the beginning look very sheepish and shy and, and shit in a brick basically to at the end of it leaving just like so thinking before, yeah. that literally like you get people come at you at lunchtime are going I can't do it I can't do it anymore I and mean, like, yeah. and we are really pushing them on these after because going that's, back that's, to that's, what that you was, that was me talking to you at lunchtime <laughs> 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 You can't do it anymore. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> Back, back, <laughs> you know, when we visited visit that wedding venue, and it's funny because at the time, this is years and years ago, there was a lot of companies popping up doing these five-seven-day retreats. They became really popular. Oh, they were weight loss, but retreats. they were massive flaws to them because every single person went on this retreat, lost shitloads of weight. Why? Because they were, they controlled what they were eating, yeah. or that the, the company controlled what was going in their mouth, and their output went through the roof. Out, and when I mean through the roof, you're talking like city guys or or housewives or teachers or whatever it might be, like, I need to lose some weight, right? Brilliant. You're eating like shit, you're hardly exercising, suddenly, here you go, five days where I'm going to really control your eating. You're going to be up at five in the morning, you're going to be walking, running, training all the way to eight o'clock at night. Are you going to lose weight in five days? Yeah, it's going to fucking fall off of you. It's too- but guess what happens up at the end of that five days? What back your old habits Go back to your old habits. They'll put it back on again. Like people used to say, we used to get a phone call saying, "Will you do one?" It's like no, because they're pointless. We
2: didn't believe in it. it, We didn't believe in it because
1: I didn't believe in just taking a grand, fifteen hundred, two grand for a week of someone. going yeah, give me that money. It literally was a money making scheme in my eyes. It was mugging people off out of their hard work. Hold on. No, no, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, it was, it was taking, it was taking money out of their pocket. Yeah, yeah. For what? For them to go home and feel shit about themselves a week later, so like, oh, I will put it all back on again. Well, of course you will, because yeah. you've not learned. Yeah. To s- you've, you've basically done five days of such a restrictive lifestyle; you can't maintain that. And it was um,
2: un- it was unrealistic, wasn't it? So it's unrealistic. Is, and also, you said they lost weight. You're not going to metabolise fat in a week. No. Or, you know,
1: it, it was, it was based, just no sustainability. It's in not that. sustainable. We yeah, never, we didn't want anything fix, to do with no that. We no. used to say and to that's still people, "The message now." The it's point of the us fix. is consistency. Every single day. Do something. Yeah, 100%. And it was always the bigger picture. This is what does me about, it's probably another chat in,
2: in, in the state of play in the fitness industry at the moment. Oh, there's a, whole, a whole podcast. But like our is that's focus, a worms, whole is. podcast plan for that. <laughs> our focus was your fitness, your health and your well-being, And everything else rolls off the back of that. It wasn't ever about just weight loss. No. If you can be fitter, healthier, you know, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to weigh a little bit less and you're going to be a little bit more efficient. And that was always the message. And that again derives back from military you know like you, you most of the guys there are trying to get fitter stronger you get know, to get through f- through training get result from training and i think that's again when you start to drill into what we actually are you know that
0: was a fundamental message and a fundamental part of what we are yeah and i think sense. that was a huge key for me to join it as well it wasn't just about the i mean i did lose a load of weight training with you. Training this way and doing this. Did you
2: ever have to do, do you remember when we had to, we, we made all the guys do, the instructors
0: do a, a Yes, test? I did that around Ben Walsh. It was awful. As you well. fouled it. And no, we did not fake <laughs>
1: <it>. you <laughs> yourself.
0: On that no, note, six, so uh, should we uh, make him do another one. Six, six and a half minute minute i mile. had someone's hand all in right, my back We the should whole do way. a
1: podcast where we'd you do a fitness test. <laughs> <laughs> 6 Six and a half minute
0: mile it was. Six yeah. and a half minute mile. Yeah, what I what did you run it in? six and a half because I drew in my back okay, go I think I pushed you, I was like, you, went, you pushed the whole you way, us the head whole head. way you didn't do it under your own steam like here like this the whole way <laughs> I do remember that actually I do remember and that. I was hanging <laughs> but no that was one of the biggest things for me was I wanted to change the whole thing it wasn't just about the
1: weight no because we ne- whenever did we from day one talk about aesthetics body beautiful whenever from day one did we ever put up mm-hmm. pictures when so, when we obviously we started before social media So old we are but whenever Slate and chisel but yeah stone but whenever whenever stone do tablet. we start putting pictures instantly about that there yeah. are companies out there and i know this for a fact that all they care about is your before and after picture on social media genuinely i know that for a fact they will de like will dehydrate you and everything purely to get that really cool yeah, after, after picture that's and then guess what <laughs> <laughs> that so Ooh, but that's not what it's about no you, right. if you I always use this as an example right of some crossfitters get a bad rap right but what is their goal performance, performance. but do they yeah. all look like a bag of shit most of them don't because they're consistent they train very hard yeah. good concept concepts do you know what i mean that right. so so they they look good all right controversial from some people some people might think they look a bit bulky or whatever but at the end of the day they look fucking fit it's horses with yeah, courses right? though isn't it it's what you train but because their their ho- their goal is performance, performance. Yep. and they're, they're the their 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 look is a byproduct of their workout yeah isn't it yeah do you know what I mean if you if you're hot and there's nothing wrong I mean it'd be very hypocritical for me to say anything different I have stood on stage done the old right but there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but that also has a negative effect I think and that's another conversation
2: you are what you train, aren't you? In the yeah. day, so you are what oh, you yeah. train. So, I times think that, that's more important than many, anything for else. How many times over the last, this thinking about what you're saying there, how many times over the last 10 years have you had someone come back to you, this happened recently, and they've said to you, Look, I've gone and done whatever, I've gone and you know, joined a running club and whatever, nothing when we're running clubs, whatever you're into, All right? But it was the fittest I ever was. Yeah? Okay, how many times you had it? it? it's Absolutely not, it's not. Years. It's never, oh, I want to come back and lose. I'm sure people do want to, you know, lose a bit of, lose a bit of weight, and burn a bit of fat, whatever. But it's always, it's the, it's the fittest I ever was and it's the best I ever felt about myself. And you hear that a lot from people. And that kind of, like, in terms of us being a credible organisation and practising what we preach in terms of continuity of the message, it must still be the same because we've got people coming back after eight years, nine years saying the same thing. Same and, and, it got, and it got them to where they wanted to be. And it's not just, you know, the other the other part to it which is very tough to to measure in terms of a metric is yes there's a the physical side of it which we can track but it's the mental plugins as well that you get from your training i think you talk to people which again is another probably another another chat but the amount of people that say to you as they get older you know i train more for the kind of the mental wash down or the you know the release the mental release from the
0: training and being outside and the plugins you get from that that's huge and yeah. you hear that a lot of uh, yeah. the guys mm-hmm. that train with us a lot and I think that brings me on to what my final question is, and it's quite a cool one to end on. Is so when it's all said and done, what do you hope to have achieved, and how do you feel you want to be remembered within your business, your organization, personally? Is there something we don't know where. So are you planning, like, i
2: <laughs>
1: chuffing you out. <laughs> are we, are we now, so it? I think for me, it goes back to what I said at the beginning is, 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 is if people couldn't, how do I explain it? If I've, if I've helped change someone, even by 1%, and I'm nicking that quote from Anne Riddington. Sorry, mate. But if you can change someone just by one percent, then I'm happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, it doesn't matter in what way it is. They just believe that they can do a little bit more in themselves. You know, and I do believe that. That every time you train, you become a slightly better person yourself. Yeah. Because it builds self, it builds discipline, self-confidence. You know, and all that kind of stuff. If you, if, so, if, if for me, if if people will say to me, and I see someone in twenty years' time when I'm really old and grey we are old women. <laughs> <I>, I'm old <laughs> I'm great I'm old oh, God. thank you um, if in twenty, thirty 30 years time someone said to me you know oh, I joined your boot camp years and years ago and if it wasn't for you da 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 and like we've said it before Maureen Wilson shout out Maureen she's a classic example do you know what I mean she's changed massively now look what she goes and does yeah. cycles around flipping Europe and God knows what else but where does she all start that from yeah, yeah, where yeah, did her journey start
2: I remember her turning up in her little cardigan one. Maureen Will this be too yeah, tough for me? And I was like, no. no but no, it's no, true. No. You look at people Blin, like Blin, that. Blin look, session will be tough. Look,
1: <laughs> look, at those people that have been with us a long time. Look at their journey changing. And there was loads of them. I could name drop hundreds of people. Right, yeah. but their journey started with us, and now look what they go and it's do right, now. And they've I done know. now done like they do OCR races just for the shits and giggles now. Yeah. Right, but if you'd gone back five years ago, they wouldn't have been able to do it. I've got. They were in their head. They wouldn't have been able to do it. they would be like, oh, I can't do that. I can't. Play. I can't do this. But they have changed their Absolutely. mindset.
2: I've got actually... going. That's made me think about a couple of things, actually. So doing things differently, if we just back up to that, you're, you're, you're to make me think. So when you, you're talking, it makes me think about I'm an it. inspirational person. That's you what are. Sorry, it's okay. an inspirational speaker. If we can change... If we, yeah, I've got too many windows open. Hey! <laughs> yes, <Yes>. got him. <laughs> um, I think if we could change something, and what Glyn, what Glyn said is very poignant... Some of the people that have trained a lot don't realise how fit they are. Mm, yeah. Oh, mm. massively. And how far they've come. Yeah. So, if we could change something, I feel that like if we could put some sort of metric on that, which is tough, it's tough to quantify, but it'd be that. Because some of the shame. people that train yeah. and that have trained a lot have come such a long way, and, and that's, it's massive. It's hard to put a metric against that. Yeah. So, that's, that's, that's that. And then where we've ended up, I think, like, it's very similar to Glynn. It's not about when you when you roll up and you finish whatever it is you're doing in, in, in the sector that you work in. You think yourself, well, if we could have helped quite a few people, which I think we'd, we've done and we continue to do. And then the other the other big thing is like, you know, the trainers that have that have come in with us and mm-hmm. uh, you know learned learned trade, gone and done other stuff invariably, and inspired lots of other people. Maureen Wilson is a great example. You, you're the, a great rip, example. Rip the sector, it's it? the people that have come yeah. in, taken yeah. from taken from us and the way we do things, learned some stuff from us. Um, and then gone and, and, and taking it on, and gone and inspired lots of other people. So I think from that point of view, and obviously you're, you're a great example of like that. Yeah, doing With and, and kids, and that's why I give you, give you guys, um, props you can't, to what you've done. But, and but you can't, you can't put. A, there's no amount of money you can put on that. No, no. You know, that, That's about fulfilment. Yeah, you know, and and, and yeah. being being true to what
0: you're doing and, uh, and what you're trying yeah, to do. To well, a lot is actually what is the bigger goal for us. And I think everyone's sitting here. The goal is we want to help as many people as possible. And like I say, if you get 1% better...
1: Yeah, but it's also, you can't I'm you can not not admit it's a slightly selfish thing because you get a buzz out of it yourself. Oh, that's fine. When I'm instructing, I get endorphins from it. How how you, you, <laughs> you see someone that technically shouldn't be able to run that far up a hill carrying a tyre above their head, and they, smash and they it. drop it down the line, and you're like, pick it back up, get running! Oh, I can't do it anymore, pick it up, I'll make everyone do it again. Oh shit, Oh, we go. They do it, they get to the bottom, and they're fucked, land on the floor, going, ah, oh, my arms, you're like, there. Yeah you're 1% better. <laughs>
0: and I'm giving myself a high five. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> and
1: then,
0: and then equal,
2: equally, I suppose, from our point of view, if you sort of flip that a little bit as well, two blokes starting some some fitness sessions in Chelmsford shouldn't really have gone gone out and done and gone up to Scotland and whatever, some of the bits and pieces we've done and oh. taken it kind of far and wide. No, it's funny like when, it comes full you, it's circle, funny when you look
1: it? back on like the, the amount of stuff that we've done, I mean, it's another conversation. I mean We've done so much stuff over the years it's it's the journey has been yeah and I think it's, it's cool simplest. sometimes
0: to sit and reflect on it because we get lost in everyday running around running sessions doing things We're very reactive to everyday situations mm. that sometimes you forget actually like you say it was two blokes in Chumps doing press ups and in Braintree doing press ups in a field and I think it's a phenomenal journey that you guys have been on and so, yeah, like I say props to you boys because if it wasn't for you guys I wouldn't have the career that I've got now because you gave me a platform to operate from and from the back that I've been able to develop the school stuff and Say, so my goal is to help as many people as possible and mm-hmm. it's using the ethos and the bloodline that's in the brand to just keep delivering that every single day. So, no, it's massive. And then, even like just been <laughs> willing
2: it as well. Like, you know, over the last oh, few yeah, years, will is here by the way, just so over we'll the know. last few years, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, good, it's a good looking prop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like where you've come from, your are journeying as well. Like, so you you know, you come into the fitness industry, maybe not too sure if I'm not being too unkind there, what you're doing with you know, where you want to go in terms of. Direction, yeah. Started working with us, you know, really gone into an area that you, you know you enjoy. In terms we of, we don't bring the, up the top where a little wobble, though, do No, we? The, no, no. The, We're tr- the whole nutrition podcast. On, the <laughs> whole podcast. No, no, that's, no, that's a, a two-hour well. podcast. No, that, is wobble. Obviously, <laughs> headed in the nutrition direction as well, and, and, and cut a really good sort of like vein out for yourself there. Mm-hmm. But also, like you know, we worked. We'd done a session, didn't we? Um, it was Christmas time, and I remember doing it a few years before. And like and you, you've developed massively as a trainer in that time. You know, like, and that, that's awesome like for, for us, like to see that as yeah. well. I think so, like, because you feel like you've helped us along the way, do like,
1: yeah. And help you know, do you know what I mean? Help out, helped out. And that's huge. That's a huge part of it for us, definitely. definitely yeah. It's been an enjoyable journey, like you know, how you started off saying from sleeping in the car to standing on stage of Anne. Not sleeping with members in the car. <laughs> Whoa! Well, that's, well, well, that's, that's how I started it. it. No, but it's it's, yeah. been, it's, been, it's it's been mental. I never I never thought I'd be standing to in front of hundreds and hundreds of people with Anne. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, in that, that capacity, I never thought we'd be doing that. You know, and if, if you took me back to a bloke sleeping in a, get me, get, get me a down of the car, I can't afford be petrol, like that, one day you'll be like, that. no, no, mate, no chance. You'll just be having four or five people running around, running around in Beauty Park. I never thought it would, it would escalate to that level, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm very, like, humble. Like, anybody that knows that, that knows that I'm extremely humbled by that. Like, when I get asked to do those big events and stuff, I don't take it for granted. Because I'm very passionate about it, and I, enjoy, I really enjoy doing it. But it is always so humbling, like when I did the when I did the Mind Over Muscle Festival with Anne, and I was stood, you know, to the side when he's getting all these photos done, and people come up to be going, oh, "I really enjoyed the day camps that we did, and thank you for this, and thank you for that." And he's just like, "Oh, you know, you, you can make a mark on someone that lives in Scotland. Yeah, how can you not say that's enjoyable Absolutely. and humbling?" You know it I mean? it's an enjoyable thing to do I think it, just, you know, it comes
2: know. out to the same thing as well I had a girl on that day and I don't remember if you saw it it was when we had the sandbags and the tyres out and she came over like crying halfway through the through the zipper and I just pulled her to the side for literally about a minute I can't remember what I said to her because I'm useless with things like that but I said something and at the end of the session she came back and, and she gave me a hug and thanked me for it right. and, and she, she just couldn't, couldn't say thanks enough for for telling her to get it done because yeah. I think again that changed their mindset completely. At the end of that, most yeah. people, 100%. most people though, are a lot stronger than they give themselves credit mm. for. And I think you've always said it's, 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 way, it's, it's yeah. your it's your mind that felt, that fails yeah. or, or, or the thought was first. Your yeah. body can, can deal with the it. Thing, in very the bit, thing is, if you
1: go sense. back to what you were just saying, there, will so people look people as an instructor, they look up to you. They you're almost on a pedestal. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So then that's why it's always important for us to have the right people in front of the group. How do you, how do you look up to Wes though? I don't. Really. <laughs> well that's quite difficult,
2: really, isn't it, actually? I'm joking where it's coming, oh, physically or? Yeah, physically obviously physically, physically. Yeah. But they do so you, <laughs> take, you take that as an example that
1: person's come up Wait, to you just, and the reason they've come up to you is because they needed your inspiration mm-hmm. you didn't have to say much you don't I have to you don't you just, They a just do little little it the no because yeah. you're stood in this sort of this not uh, not a powerful position but you're you're stood in that authoritative position that authoritative position yeah well done where you're stood there and they're looking at you saying I, I need I need some, I need something from you and you're like just keep going you've got this I, I'll help you through it and they're yeah. like oh brilliant and that's all they need that's 1% yeah. we'll go back to that 1% you've given them that 1% to spur on yeah. and they've now gone away tips to balance isn't it yeah 100% that's Abroadric- all they need ironically you're probably one of the best at that <laughs> <laughs> if in the whole company, like, since we've been doing it <laughs> like
2: giving people that little nudge in the right out. direction just saying like, the, ironic- <laughs> the irony the irony the <laughs> <Yeah>. irony <laughs>
0: No, guys, so I think um, that covers everything we wanted to go through in our first episode. So thank you, boys, so much. Um, please give us a like, share, follow. Uh, it's the EBC podcast, More Than Fitness. And a massive thank you to Black Barn Studio, Andy Small. If you've also, not already you- checked out Busketeers Choir, please do. They're doing some phenomenal stuff for the community. And um, yeah, he, he's I mean, a pretty solid guy as well. He's going to be
1: singing in that ball. You you gonna <laughs> band, we're going to do... One thing I don't We're going to... We're going to mash it up. <laughs> like can we do a flash mob of BBC Instagram no no chants? Absolutely chants. We could do no a transformation like no. a singing transformation. Absolutely, absolutely no chants. <laughs>